Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, July 19th, the 200th day of 2022. On this date in 1969, Apollo 11 went into orbit around the moon a day before the historic moon landing. The astronauts in that historic mission were Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins. And it was a full year ago that a Florida man who breached the U.S. Senate chamber during the January 6th Capitol riot received an eight-month prison term. That sentence marked the first resolution for a felony case in the Capitol insurrection. Let's check your Tuesday forecast at the First Alert Weather Center. And good Tuesday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Warm and muggy and dry as you head out the door this morning. But as we head toward lunchtime, especially this afternoon, this evening, we do expect some hit or miss showers and storms. So be on the lookout for that. Any of those storms could produce a lot of lightning and some very heavy rainfall. High temperatures today making it up into the low 90s. Heat index around 100. That heat index will start to climb towards 105, 106, 107 over the next couple of afternoons. It's getting a little hotter, 92 tomorrow, 93 on Thursday. Still keeping about a 30% chance of an afternoon shower thunderstorm each day. Through the beginning of the weekend, looks like we may be drying out with not much rain around by Sunday, Monday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Here's a look at your morning headlines. Georgetown County Sheriff's deputies are searching for where a victim was shot and who exactly shot them. Deputies say they responded to Tideland's Georgetown Memorial Hospital around 730 last night after a shooting victim showed up there. There's no word on the victim's condition as of this morning. Of course, we'll keep you updated as we learn more. Anyone with information is asked to call, though, the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office. North Charleston police are asking for your help finding a 19-year-old wanted for a murder. Police say Javion Campbell should be considered armed and dangerous. That shooting happened around 3.30 in the morning, June 29th. North Charleston officers responded to the mobile gas station near the intersection of Dorchester Road and South Allen Drive for a possible shooting. Officers say they found a victim with gunshot wounds. The Charleston County coroner has identified that person killed in the shooting as a 17-year-old, Sherard Phillips of Monk's Corner. Recent rainfall over the past couple of weeks has brought flooding concerns to several Dorchester County neighborhoods. Yeah, the county says they're doing everything they can to address that flooding, but some neighbors say they're spending thousands on repairs. Ray Arena reports. After a brief afternoon shower yesterday, standing water still remains here on Blackwell Avenue near Somerville, and neighbors say that's just a small taste of the flooding they can sometimes get. Councilmember David Chinnis says before the Clean Water Act of 1972, housing developments didn't have to capture all of the stormwater runoff. He says there's no retention ponds and the county has been playing catch up on its drainage systems ever since. Neighbors on Blackwell Avenue shared these photos saying this type of flooding happens following a rainstorm. One man says he spent over $30,000 fixing up his home and has to replace his garage doors every few years because of damage. 
Chinis says the county has changed the way it looks at stormwater management in the years since. Our storm spillways basically in these detention ponds are built for 100-year floods, not 50-year floods, not 25-year floods. The older detention ponds are 25 years. We're getting water at levels that are approaching the 100-year floods, falling at very quick levels. So adjusting the ordinances to meet that is critical. We have done some of that. We may have to look at it again. And one way the council member says this can be avoided from happening again is by managing future development to make sure those developments have all the stormwater capacity they need for whatever comes their way. Reporting near Somerville, Ray Arena, Live 5 News. Now, another homeowner has also filed a suit against the county for property damage they say was caused by the floodwater. The county says they cannot comment on pending litigation. Well, an international medical device company will be setting up shop in Charleston County. SHL Medical out of Switzerland. They're going to make auto injectors and other devices. They plan to open that new site in North Charleston along Palmetto Commerce Parkway. About 165 jobs will be created when they open in 2024. Well, for future high school graduates in our state, students will need to learn skills like managing credit cards and filing taxes to get their diplomas. This new requirement comes after a multi-year bipartisan push at the State House to make sure South Carolina students are financially literate and prepared for life after high school. A law written into the current state budget directs the State Department of Education to develop the regulations for a required high school course in personal finance by the end of September to be approved by the state board. We all understand our students need this. They, they need the, the foundation and the background knowledge and the schema and financial literacy and um, rather than finding it out when it's too late. The State Department of Education says it wants to be able to offer different pathways for students to complete that requirement. That could include taking the course virtually or as an elective. The Charleston County School District has pulled back on a proposal that opponents say would have given the superintendent broad authority to set district policy. Instead of a total overhaul of the district's policy manual that would have given the superintendent direct control over all but one section of the policy manual, board members instead agreed to start a review of the policy manual in which the superintendent will make recommendations and any changes would come before the board for approval. Right now, there's no timeline for when the review of the the policy manual will be finished, but when it is, there will be two manuals, one governed by the board and the other governed by the superintendent. A new Division I training facility is opening its doors to the community this afternoon. They'll be providing coach-led programming for people of all ages with injury prevention and technique at the core. Lauren Quinlan joins us live with more. Lauren, good morning. Good morning. I spoke with the owner of D1 Training right here in Mount Pleasant, and she says this facility is all about community. And she also says anyone who is looking to get better at something is an athlete. The D1 Training franchise was originally founded by former NFL player Will Bartholomew. So all coach-led programming is modeled after the five basic tenets of athletic-based training. These include dynamic warm-ups, performance, strength, core and conditioning, and stretching. Programming starts as young as seven years old, and adults of any age are encouraged to join. Kristen Virgilio, owner of D1 Training in Mount Pleasant, says it's important for athletes to keep their bodies as healthy as possible to continue to play the sport they love. But often with repetitive sports, many athletes get injured. 
Their team of six range from former football, hockey players, and even sports training educators who pride themselves on teaching proper form, recovery, and injury prevention. It doesn't matter if you're part of a team or not, a kid or an adult. Um, we've seen a lot of children and adults that come in and other facilities in and here that aren't part of a team. They don't play an organized sport. This becomes their team. So this is where they find that connection with it and find the joy in athletics and working out. Virgilio says they are working on partnering with local clubs, organizations, and school sports teams in the future. They are looking to add to what these teams already have going by providing them with a facility and knowledgeable staff to help with things like preventing repetitive injuries and one-on-one -on -one training. The ribbon-cutting 4D1 training is today at 2 p.m., and this facility is located in the shopping center right off of Ben Sawyer Boulevard right here in Mount Pleasant. Reporting live, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. The Charleston County Parks and Rec Department is asking for public input on their 10-year comprehensive plan for parks, trails, and open spaces. Today is the first of seven public workshops they'll be holding. Molly McBride joins us live with more information about their plan and how to get involved in these meetings. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. Charleston County Parks is mapping out their next 10 years and their comprehensive plan is called Parks and Recreation for All, which will build upon their original plan from 2013 called Parks for Tomorrow. According to their website, the title points to the importance of creating an inclusive and community-driven planning process. They are working to identify park and recreation priorities for the next 10 years and want recommendations recommendations directly from the community. The workshops are designed for the community to share their opinions and be able to directly shape the next 10 years of parks and recreation in Charleston County. There will be seven different workshops beginning today and running through Thursday. Those workshop locations are on your screen. They start at 6 tonight and will end at 7.30. They're drop-in style. The department says you can drop in at any point during the scheduled time to share your opinion. For those of you who cannot make an in-person workshop, an online survey will also be available. For more information and for the link to that online survey, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live in Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. We wish a very happy birthday to actress Beverly Archer of Mama's Family fame who turned 74. Actor Anthony Edwards of ER and the original Top Gun turned 60. Actor Benedict Cumberbatch is 46. And actor Chris Sullivan of This Is Us is 42. Thank you for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.